Greetings, family. This is Delisha Artis, and I am your host of the Wealthy Crown Podcast. The Wealthy Crown is where we empower believers and kingdom entrepreneurs on how to become better financial stewards by applying both godly wisdom as well as practical money strategies. So get ready to position yourself for financial breakthrough and abundance by the supernatural power of God. And may your hands never lack what's in your heart to do for the kingdom of God. Hey family, welcome back to this week's episode of the Wealthy Crown Podcast. And as always, we are excited to share and so thankful for your presence. I also want to encourage you that if this blesses you on today, make sure that you follow the podcast, make sure that you rate it, and then also share it with someone that you know that it will bless. Now, as you can see for this week, we are talking about, I sold my seed, now what? Essentially, Delisha, I've done what God told me to do as it relates to giving, as it relates to sowing, um, as it relates to even a relationship or something that he's told you to do and you have been obedient to him. Now, what do you do next? We understand according to Genesis 8:22, it says seed time harvest again, seed time harvest. And that lets us know that there's a time of planting, but then there is also a time of waiting. And then there's also, of course, that time of harvest. And we want to equip you on today and to empower you on some easy, quick, five practical steps that you could be doing in your time of waiting. Now, One of the things that we can know when it comes to sowing our seed, when it comes to being obedient, we see out of Mark 4, it lets us know that, listen, the sower sows the word. After that word is sown, after you get that seed, after you are obedient to that word, guess what? There are several things that are going to come up that are going to try to dig up that word, right? That are going to try to dig up that seed that you've sown into the ground according to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And so it's so important that you guard your seed. Make sure you take that down. Guard your seed. And we're going to be teaching you on today what that means. Now, when you look at the definition of guard, it means to protect. It means to watch over. It also means to protect against danger or harm. I want to let you know on today that when you sow that seed, right? When you sow that seed into the ground, there are several things that are going to try to come up and want to make you dig up that seed with doubt, with fear, right? With offense. We're going to talk about that on today. And so these are some of the ways to help you walk through this waiting time stage of your harvest, all right? So the first thing that you want to do as it relates to guarding your seed You guard your seed by guarding your heart. That's the first thing, guarding your heart. One thing that I have learned along this journey is that the enemy cannot stop me in my obedience, that he will stop me in the area of fear, doubt, worry, stress, anxiety, and sometimes offense. And we're going to talk about that on today. Proverbs 4 and 23 says, guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life. It's so important that we guard our seed by guarding our heart. What does that mean practically? There are a lot of times when I sow that seed, I remember, save my first $1,000. And it seems like a few weeks later, the Holy Spirit was like, sow it, the whole thing. In that moment, when I sowed that seed and I got back to my seed, I knew I was obedient to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Fear, 
doubt. All those things. What you gonna do next week? How you gonna pay for this? What happens if an emergency comes up? Not knowing you guys, that was my first time in my entire life saving $1,000. So the same way I made it then, same way I'm going to make it now. <laughs> this is why the Holy Spirit tests us in the area of our finances, right? Because although I had did the work and I saved the money, which was the wise thing to do, I cannot let my finances be my God. That means if the Holy Spirit prompts me to give it up, I have to be willing to give it up. Because I understand that his presence and my obedience to him carries much more weight than the finances or what's in my bank account. So again, if he can't stop you and being obedient, he's going to stop the manifestation of your harvest by getting you into fear, worry, stress, or anxiety. You must know, and this is how you guard your heart. You guard your heart by staying in the word of God. You must focus on the word of God. We know out of Hebrews 4 and 12, it lets us know that the word of God is living, is active, is powerful. So that has to be your defense. Galatians 6 and 9 says, and let us not be weary in well-doing. My obedience is well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. So you must know as you meditate on these scriptures about um, harvest and about reaping, that's what you must focus on. So when um, the fear, the anxiety, the worry, stress, you say, listen, God has me. I was obedient to him. My harvest is on route to me. Also, he'll try to get you offended. He'll either cause a situation with family or friends for you to get offended at somebody, someone who mishandled you or said something wrong, made you upset. Or he can sometimes cause us to be offended at God. I could have been like, God, I were her to save this thousand dollars and you're going to ask me to sow it. Now what I'm going to do, that's offense. The enemy will stop you with offense with a whole different situation. He'll call someone on your job. I talk about that in my first book, How Honor God Unlocks Financial Breakthrough. I knew that I was doing the right things. I was being obedient. I was being, I was in prayer. I was doing all the things that I knew to be doing in that season. And so because the enemy could not stop me from being obedient, he calls issues around me to try to get into my heart. But what I had to do is maintain my focus on the word of God, on the scriptures that let me know my harvest is on the way. So that's the first way. The second way that you guard your seed, you guard your seed by watching your words. Matthew 12, 34 says, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. This is why filling your heart with the word of God is so important because you cannot begin to speak out of your mouth. Lord, what I'm going to do. That was my last $20. That was my last $50. Or I was going to do something else with that money. Do not do that because when you do that, you're digging up your seed. There's no harvest because that seed has to go into the ground and there has to be a time period, a waiting period. And if you are speaking against your seed while you're waiting, guess what? There'll be no harvest because that seed is no longer sown in the ground. It's being dug up by your words. You can't say things like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this. I don't know how these things are going to work out. Stop it right now because the enemy is using your own mouth to speak against the word of God. To speak against your harvest. So you guard your seed by watching your words. And you watch your words by what you are intentional about putting in your heart. And that comes from the first step, focusing on the word of God. The third thing, and we have five on today that you need to do, you guard your seed 
by guarding your Hosea 4 and 6 declares that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge and unfortunately you guys this scripture really reflected my life for so many years I mean I was literally held captive because of my finances until one day Holy Spirit revealed to me that my financial lack was not a reflection of his supply it was simply a reflection of my lack of wisdom this is why we are so passionate about empowering believers and kingdom entrepreneurs as it relates to their financial knowledge. So we're going to host every month a virtual financial workshop called How to Honor God with Your Finances. Now, in this three-hour virtual workshop, we're going to be dealing with money mindset, how to develop your money mindset, and the importance of having one. We're also going to deal with the spiritual principle of honor, putting God first, how do you do that practically? And what are the benefits of doing so? And lastly, we're going to be teaching every attendee how to create their very own money plan. I'm asked that all the time. How do I get better at managing my finances? So we want to invite you to join us if you are ready to go to the next level in your finances. We want you to grab your Bible, your notebook, your pen and paper and join us. Each attendee will get access to a um, workbook as well as money plan worksheets and a debt payoff worksheet. So go ahead, click the link in today's show notes and join us for this month's session. Environment or guarding your ears. I want you to understand, people of God, that when you begin to move in this realm of sowing and reaping and seed time and harvest, you must understand that your obedience is going to set you apart. So you have to be willing to walk alone for a season, not always, but as it relates to your obedience to experience victory. There are times when I was challenged to give and, and to sow, really, and I couldn't tell nobody <laughs> because I knew it didn't make sense in the natural. Not be around people who didn't understand um, the principle of tithing or the principle of sowing. You know, I couldn't afford to be around people who said, you giving the church all your money. You barely make it in now. And then you just gave them that $1,000. You just gave them that $100. Listen, you get away from those people far, 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 far away from those people. Because those people are going to cause you to not walk in manifestation. Again, guarding your seed. Protect it. So that means if I have to move in faith and silence until the manifestation comes through, that's what I have to do. Because I cannot allow you in my time of waiting to stop my manifestation. I need my harvest. And the Holy Spirit knows that I need it, which is why he told me to sow. There's certain things he needed in the ground in order for me to experience manifestation. So my obedience is important. Get away from. Get away from those people who are trying to speak against your seed. Speak against your obedience. I'll never forget in July. I taught a message called Water Walkers, and I'm going to be posting that on YouTube very soon. But in that message, when I looked at Peter walking on the water, one of the things that the Holy Spirit showed me, he said, Delisha, there are more people on the boat than there were on the water. So what that means is while Peter was being obedient to the word, the seed of the word, Jesus said, come. While Peter was being obedient, he was the only one walking on the water. But once him and Jesus... They got ready to get back in the boat. The Bible says that they worshiped him. There were more people who were celebrating the manifestation of the miracle than there were in the process 
of the miracle. So you must know that sometimes your obedience is going to set you apart for a season. There are going to be more people celebrating your harvest when it comes than there are having people there with you to walk you through the process of faith, walking you through the process of manifestation. Think about with Zacharias. This comes up in my spirit. When the angel came to give Elizabeth, who was barren, a word that she was going to give birth to a child. She was barren. Elizabeth was barren. She could not have a child. The angel came and said, listen, you get ready to give birth to John. Zacharias, her husband, he, he was operating in, I don't see how this is going to happen. My, my wife, we've been trying for years. How's she going to get pregnant? That don't even make sense. And the angel closed his mouth. Because he didn't want Zacharias speaking that doubt and that fear around Elizabeth because it would choke and stop the word for bringing forth fruit. Guard your environment, you guys. Don't let any and everyone speak in your ears. The next thing that you must do, this is number four, you must guard your seed by guarding your praise. Guard your seed by guarding your praise. Psalms 126, if you look at verses five through six, it says, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed. That lets me know sometimes I'm sowing when the Holy Spirit tells me to do, and I'm crying about it, right? That, that's a real thing, right? So it says, he that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless, doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves or harvest with him. You must stay in expectation of what God is getting ready to do. You sown that seed, and it may have been hard. It may be out of a place of pain, out of a place of weeping. See, out of the word of God. Remember, guard your seed by guarding your heart. That was the first thing. We know that, listen, there's a harvest on the other side of this. So I'm not going to cry. This is not a loss. This is a gain. It may feel like that. But you must know there's a harvest on the way. I am now employing the spiritual principles of the word of God. And now I am due a harvest. Angels are going forth now to gather up my harvest and deliver it into my hands. First Corinthians 3 and 6, it lets us know that one plants, one water, but God gives the increase. So you must know I've done my part. I've done my part by sowing the seed. I'm doing my part by the things that Delisha's telling me to do on today. Guarding my praise, guarding my environment, guarding my mouth, guarding my heart. So now God bears a responsibility. Holy Spirit bears a responsibility of making sure that I get a harvest. Why? Because this word cannot return unto him void. It must bear manifestation. So rest in your praise. Rest in expectation. You worship every time the enemy comes with doubt, fear, anxiety, stress. You say, no, I thank you, God, that I got a harvest on the way. Get up. Run around. Praise God, worship. Until worship and praise takes over your heart, you press in. Don't you get into doubt. Don't you get into fear. Guard your seed by guarding your praise. The last thing on today that we will leave you with, I believe that these will again empower you in this time of waiting. Last thing, continuous obedience. Guard your seed by guarding your continuous obedience. Ecclesiastes 11 and 3, it lets us know a very powerful principle when it comes to seed time and harvest. It says the clouds will empty themselves once they are filled. 
So this lets me know that when I continue to be obedient to the Holy Spirit, I am planting those seeds. And it lets me know that the clouds are going to empty themselves. Once they're full, I don't have to, you know, hit a switch. You know, I don't, there's nothing I need to do. My only job is to continue to be obedient because when those, when my harvest field or my harvest cloud, when my harvest cloud is full of my obedient seeds, it's going to give way. The clouds themselves, it's going to empty themselves once they are filled. And I believe you guys that the seeds are not just with our finances. It's with our actions. It's with the way that we respond to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Because sometimes, and I've learned this, we are expecting a harvest bigger than the seeds that we've actually sown. So we are praying things in prayer that the Holy Spirit knows spiritually, you don't have enough seed in the ground for that, baby. So what I'm going to do, instead of giving you the harvest that you need, because again, this is a spiritual principle, the clouds, the harvest is just going to show up. But I have to make sure that I have enough seed in the ground. So you're not going to see manifestation right away. What you're going to get is instructions from the Holy Spirit. He's going to tell you what to sow, where to sow, when to sow. He's also going to tell you, don't hang around them. He's also going to tell you, don't do this no more. So we have to focus on all around and continuous obedience in this time of waiting. That means if he tells us to forgive, we're forgiving. If he tells us to apologize, we are apologizing. If he tells us to stop having certain conversations, Maybe you have someone, your dear friend, you love them, but they have a gossiping spirit, and the Holy Spirit's taking you to a different place. Through this principle, seed time and harvest, remember, it separates you. So he don't want you talking to, you know, hanging around them or having certain conversations with them. You must know that it's about all-around continuous obedience, not just with the finances. He may tell you to stop following certain people on social media. Why? Because their words, their lifestyle, the things that they're doing may not be bad things, but they may not be beneficial to you, beneficial to the seed, beneficial to what God is calling you to do in the season. So just like you obeyed him with sowing the seed, you got to obey him and whatever he directs you to do in this time and in this season, because it's so important for your harvest. You guys, if you do these things, these five things, you don't have to worry about when your harvest is coming because these things are going to keep you busy. <laughs> If you do these five steps, that's what's going to keep you in alignment with faith and keep you in alignment with receiving your harvest, you guys. So I pray that this bless you, that it encourages you. You guard your seed by guarding your heart, by watching your words, by guarding your environment, guarding your praise, and so guarding your continuous obedience. And as you do these things, you are positioning yourself to receive your harvest. Listen, you guys, I pray that this bless you. I hope excited for you guys. Make sure you leave a comment. Let us know how you enjoyed the podcast. Rate the podcast. Please don't forget to share it. We love you. And let us know when the harvest comes in because we want to celebrate with you. Be blessed and we'll talk again next week.